So you're looking at young Joseph and today I want to talk to you about the trials in the hands of the brothers. It's one thing to be tested by the father, but I assure you you cannot be in the kingdom until you are tested around your brothers. There is one topic that 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 is a a term that I want to introduce to you it's called the elder brother syndrome. If you don't understand this you will be a very strong believer in the church you will be being touched by the power of God you come into this church and you're like oh this church is wonderful these guys are wonderful and you're so excited about the church and you're so happy about the church until you meet the elder brother and then you're like if the elder brother is like this maybe the father is worse and then you're like you start looking at everybody else through this one cranky elder brother now some of you are already looking around saying who's the oldest brother here <laughs> let's start studying him before we are in trouble no 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 i have seen this elder brother syndrome 
in very young people and let me explain to you the word elder in the bible does not necessarily mean age age that is why apostle paul is talking to timothy and said don't let anybody look down on you because of your youth meaning some people can be older by age but still not be an elder some people can be very young by age but in the spiritual maturity they will be an elder so when i say the elder brother syndrome it does not mean that it only comes to people about 30 or 40 or 50 it is something that comes to people that don't understand this spirit this elder brother syndrome it started in the garden times it started from genesis it is not something that is is relevant today it has been there from the book of genesis and it started with cain and abel you see abel gave an offering but cain comes around he knows what he has to do right yet he chooses not to do right for whatever ego they said if my brother is going to give a lamb i am not going to give a lamb i'm going to give vegetables and then you see that spirit was so jealous of his brother that god had accepted the brother but not him that the bible goes on to say that spirit went ahead and killed the brother he murdered the destiny of the brother so this is a very dangerous spirit the elder brother syndrome you will see that in the new testament where jesus is talking about the prodigal son that returns home and the father is waiting to embrace him and he's so happy that he's back home but the older brother is so upset with the father The brother is like I've been here faithful. Now he starts comparing himself with the other brother and say but I did this but the father didn't do this to me but that person came and he is not worthy of it but the father celebrated him. So the elder brother syndrome is a spirit of comparison is a spirit of comparison they will keep a track record of how many times did the pastor gave give this person the microphone she gave he she got the microphone 10 times i got the microphone 3 times so instead of thanking god that she got the microphone 3 times she's upset that she did not get it the 11th time the spirit of competition you will always compare yourself with somebody else in the church we are dealing with a spirit of division dealing with a spirit that has caused you will understand what i'm saying is the reason why there is 200 churches instead of having one church that is a strong church instead of everybody having one man of god that is leading them and everybody working as extensions and the anointing is multiplied and and 10 times and 100 times the synergy of anointing is multiplied multiplied yet they don't want to do that they prefer going by themselves and the spirit of division will make them want to go independent so you will keep noticing the oil doesn't get to the point of its full flow because the enemy has a way of keeping on dividing the church but i declare this over you if you are listening to me today may the lord deliver you from this spirit in jesus mighty name and many people that are saying amen today you don't even think that that spirit can touch you and that's why you're like amen until 
that moment where the word tests you and then you start realizing oh man of god i didn't know this was in me i didn't know that i was capable of this nobody that divided a church came to the church and said i'm going to divide this church everybody came very humble but the spirit of pride has a way of always manifesting in time in time the enemy knows what button to press what press what knob to turn and then slowly you will begin to say ah i can do better and the luciferian spirit now hijacks you and you begin to do things that you never imagined in your lifetime that you will do it and you will justify your sin by saying i'm doing it for the lord and you will have your verses just the way satan had a number of verses you will have your own verses to do the same thing that the lucifer spirit promoted hundreds if not thousands of people around history to do it but may the lord protect you if you sincerely desire that let the amen be clear yeah. hallelujah what is this elder brother syndrome it it there's so many factors that trigger this elder brother syndrome so many factors So let me show you some factors that can trigger. See, the problem with us is we always blame somebody else for our problems. Our character issue, we don't have the grace to accept that we have a character issue. So we'll always say, if only my my brother behaved, I would have not done that. I did this because she did this. Have you heard that before? talk to me now talk to me i wouldn't i am a saint i'm an angel i would have never done that if he didn't do that your character cannot be tested if everybody is as nice as the father so when joseph passes the test with his father the test of the father is loyalty and the test with the brothers is the test of humility many people are happy to submit to the father many people are happy to f- submit to the pastor to the leader of the house but don't tell me that i have to submit to the usher don't tell me that i have to submit to the brother don't tell me that the security tells me that i cannot park the car here how dare he tells me that he cannot pass it do you know who i am how many times have you said that to the police officer who caught you Have you told him that same thing? Do you know who I am? You say that to your wife. Have you said that to the police officer? So you know when to say it and when not to say it. When you know that you can get away with your character is when things come out of your mouth. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? So you we have a way of justifying our character. But if you want to be a rooted Christian, this is an area that you have to have great victory. This is so critical for you to understand that no matter what you do to your brother and sister it will end up in the ears of the father. This is something that that bothers me. The reason why the kingdom is weak is not because God has not released power. But I have over and over again seen the structure and the systems of inheritance, the protocol, the grace to submit, the grace to honor, the grace to stand down. is so weak in the body of Christ today that the enemy knows it's so easy to destroy a church it's so easy to divide a church because people's ego cannot allow them to honor that which God has honored 
people's ego has so played by the enemy that the church today remains weak. Instead of turning into an army, instead of turning into a kingdom, instead of turning into a force that politicians will recognize, instead of turning into a kingdom where even the prime minister of the land will need to come to us to take permission before they can stand for an election. Instead of becoming a mighty force in the land, what happens? Fighting around. Sitting around and gossiping. Telling, ah, Joseph is not nice. Joseph did a... If you ask Joseph, Joseph has no problem with anybody. If you ask Joseph, what, 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 is, what, what problems do you have? I have no problem. Then why are you going and telling your, your father all these complaints? Ah, look, Joseph brought an evil report because what they were doing was evil. You get me? It was not that he was being a snitch, but he was just being the eyes and the ears of the father. Now when somebody comes to a place of being a beloved son, a beloved daughter, that person now becomes the extension of the father. So that means that if Joseph goes to a location and he sees something, it's equivalent to the father seeing something. If Joseph comes to a location and he hears something, it's equivalent to the father hearing something. He becomes the mirrored image, oh, the manifested visible image of the invisible father. You meet the beloved son, you have met the father. You shake hands with the son, you have shake hands with the father. So there is no more reason for a fight because you know that the grace of the God, grace of God that is on Jacob is the grace that is flowing through the son because the mantle that is on him is the same mantle that is on the son. So you cannot do something evil and not expect for him to come. He's not being a snitch. He's being the mirror reflection. If you can find an enemy that will convince you not to say something to your father, I'll tell you what's happening. You are no more the beloved of the father. Now you have become the beloved of the enemy. Because the enemy can trust you with his secret. The secret of the enemy is in your heart. And nothing inside you says, I need to flush this out. I cannot be a storehouse of the enemy. I cannot be a garbage can of the enemy. This information cannot stay inside me. I need to expose it to the light. You know, you think you're only giving them the ears. You've also given them your heart. Because those who have your ear has also your heart. So when you look at Joseph, you may call him a snitch, but he will say, I just cannot do that. I cannot give you my ear and not give you my heart. So I must bring everything to the light. And you may not like it. Ah, my father said something so profound. I, I wish I could... Uh, quote it verbatim but I'll paraphrase it for now he said loyalty to God 
requires rebellion to the devil. Ah, let me take a minute to honor my senior prophet, Prophet Emmanuel Makandeva. He said, you cannot say you are loyal to God and be friends with the enemy. No, 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 no. Impossible. You cannot say I'm, 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 I'm looking for peace everywhere. Look, when the Bible says love your enemies, many people misunderstand it as brothers who are now fighting against the vision and the mission of what God has sent you for. Don't mix that both. Because we got teach unless uh, if you don't teach you will start saying ah I got to love my brothers and now you're talking to the serpent can you recognize the voice of the serpent and serpent never comes in the form of a serpent he knows how to deceive you so if you look at how the enemy always uses people you know there are times you hear something and it is trying to rob you of your destiny and you cannot say I have to I can be friends with everybody because Bible is clear Apostle Paul over and over again would call out the names of the people that was causing rebellion in the church and he would say stay away from them he would call out their names and say this one and this one is dividing the church he would say the names in public he would write letters with the names and say this guy this guy this guy are the troublemakers in the church. This guy, I'm handing him over to Satan. Oh, Paul, why are you not loving your enemies? Love your enemies, but when there is a brother functioning in the spirit of Antichrist, fighting that which Christ is building in the name of defending Christ, that's the problem. They're all thinking they're doing the will of God by fighting the work of God. The Bible clearly says, mark them and avoid not, not go with them for supper. Mark and avoid. Can you look into your spirit and say, why is it that every time I talk to this person, menocobrosia, when will you recognize that there are some people that you talk that will bring an irritation and a rebellion in your spirit? And you keep, keep not, you keep ignoring that and you keep running back to them. Are you so weak? Are you so less of affirmation? Do you not know who you are in Christ? Do you need their love? Do you really need their affirmation? Do you really need them to put your hands around you? Or are you a rooted child of God? He brought a report. Not fearing the brothers. He chose the father over the brothers. He chose the father over the brothers. He chose the one that brought life to him over the company and the friendship and the acknowledgement and the affirmation of the brothers. Ah, that is a grace by itself. That's a grace, but that's a prophetic. It requires a prophetic grace to say, it's okay that I feel alone. I know where I am rooted. It's okay that I don't have barbecue party friends, but it's okay because I know where my oil is. I know where the grace is. I know where I am planted. Because only prophets can do life alone and still soar high like eagles. When he could have gone to the father, there are some things that you know, you know the source, but yet you go to your brother to have the soup from. We Christians, we have lived too long unintentionally 
that we make big boo-boos and there is certain grace that doesn't activate on your life and you're struggling and wrestling and you're wondering why because you have not investigated and followed certain principles that is stealing your grace on your life you know why some people have already reached a great place in life great place they used to be there not reached here but they don't know that they were supposed to be up there so they are so grateful that they are no more there and now they are here that they don't care to want to pay the price that is required to go to places that nobody in your family has gone to go to places where nobody in your generation has gone let's read Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all this. So problem number 1 for the fury of the brothers to touch him is that he brought the report to the father. Problem number 2, he's loved. Israel loved Joseph more than So you're saying this is not fair. Wait till you have kids. This is a fact there are some parents that are very naive okay there are some parents that are silly they're like oh i wanted a boy child i wanted a boy child so you have three girls and one boy child comes but that boy child is not the star he is not the one carrying the light the, the one carrying the light may be your daughter the savior sent into your house was your daughter the one the, like joseph was a savior sent to his family there are some people in your house that carry greater light but you are so obsessed with thing having a boy child that you will love the boy child all over like he is the only one that exists on the planet and you hurt the other three i'm not talking in the natural realm today i'm talking about jacob who has encountered god who was understanding he will look at joseph and the bible says he loved him there's a reason why he loved him the most there's a reason What is the reason man of God? Because he was the son of his old age. Yes, because he was the son of his old age. The son of his old age. Joseph was the son of his old age. What does that mean? That means that it is not because Joseph is more special than anybody else. No. This is what happens. Jacob is old. He looks at all his other sons. Oh, they are adults now. Got a tie, suit. They see daddy coming. They're like, hi dad. Hi. But Joseph, as soon as he sees daddy, he dashes into the room. He doesn't care anybody. He hugs daddy and says, daddy! Fills the love tank of Jacob. Do you know This is exactly the same with God. I've seen this over and over again in my meetings I've seen children receive from God so easily than adults. Because adults are very cute. They go to church, oh they they are looking at me, he's looking. I am I'm, I'm great, I'm mighty. You don't know how much degrees I have on my thermometer, you know. Ah <laughs> <sighs> You're so caught up with your suit, your your lipstick, and and your eyelashes. You're t- hoping that it doesn't fall off at some point, and you know you got to keep that wig in place. And come on now, 
come on, you, everybody, you want to move, but you, just your shoulders move because you want everything else to be in place. You know I'm telling the truth. That's when you laugh slowly. When, when people laugh quietly, you know I'm telling the truth. But God is looking for some Josephs in the church that don't care about anybody else in the room. The moment they are in the sanctuary, they give the best praise. They give the best hand clap. They are the best givers. They shout the loudest. So you are complaining. You're complaining that daddy loves Joseph. Daddy doesn't love me. If you can do what Joseph did, daddy will love you the way he loves Joseph. So you see, church is full of people that is always complaining of how they feel shortchanged. Oh, they are not fair. That is not fair. This is not fair. Why did they get this? If you can do what they did, and the problem is you will never see what they did. And there is no manual in the church that says, if you can do 12 things, on the 13th thing, the father will love you. No, 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 no. There is no such manual. And some people are so hurt and so angry and so obsessed with themselves, they don't have time to humble themselves and learn and change and grow. Oh, this is who I am. Love me the way you want. If you don't love me, it's up to you. I will not change. Okay. Okay, we'll still love you. It's just that you will be one of those sheep that we'll have to always carry on our shoulder. Instead of you being the joy in the house, when you come, everybody happy. Everybody is happy that you are there. Everybody, when, you know, some people come into the room and the whole room lights up. They've not cracked a joke, but they're coming in. Everybody's happy. Some people come, everybody becomes quiet. The joy is sucked out. God has to have a brother or sister like that in every church because how well will the word test you? Oh, pastor, salute. Pastor, I'll do anything. Pastor, you can do whatever you want. But you, you and you, we are equals. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't tell me where I should sit. Don't tell me to move. I already moved twice. You're making me move three times now. She doesn't like me, I know. I know. I saw her eyes. Her eyes went this way when... That devil is a liar. <laughs> Do you know, destinies are robbed by this older brother syndrome. So you're looking at, 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 at that irritation in their heart because they can't come into terms with the fact that one was loud and they don't want to search it out. Search it out. Have you heard that word before? Uh, okay, just making sure. Search it out. Search it out. I'm going to grow where I am rooted. You can have great results everywhere, but fail in the test of the trials in the hands of your brothers. So we are going to ask the Lord, God, I will not be like these brothers. There is always a man that God places to bring clarity to the way you are being lost. Meaning, if you are lost, there is a place where you'll be found. Go back to your father. When the prodigal son was away from the father, they called him a lost son. And now you're seeing Joseph, somebody coming and saying, are you lost? Meaning, get back to the place where you were found in the first place. 
Get back to the location where the anointing located you. Get back to the place where the grace located you. Back to the place where mercy located you. Get back to the place where favor located you. Do you even know that location? Or have you forgotten?